It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. Each summer here in Georgia, eligible organizations help Decal and the U.S. Department of Agriculture serve healthy meals to children when school is not in session. Our summer food service program reimburses these organizations for the cost of providing free meals. And, Commissioner, again this year, we're looking for sponsors. We are always looking to expand the number of meals that we're able to serve through sponsors. And so um, this year, of course, we're looking to fill in some blanks throughout the state in 17 counties. I don't know. We'll hear about more specifically. But we know there's a huge need in the summer um, because most of these children receive meals at school, breakfast and lunch oftentimes, and then they don't have a meal during the summer when school is out. So the summer food program um, is a critical piece to filling that need. Absolutely. Here to talk about the Summer Food Service Program in Georgia is Sanja Adams, Nutritional Services Director of Provider Services, and Cindy Kickleiter, Nutrition Marketing and Outreach Manager. Ladies, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank today. you. Let's talk a little bit about this. Sanja, the history of the Summer Food Service Program and how has it been received overall? Okay, great. So a little bit about the history. In the 1930s, there was a concern for struggling farmers and hungry children during the Great Depression. In response, the federal government began providing funding to purchase farm products for school lunches. There continued to be political discussions centered around agriculture and child hunger for many years, and in the 1940s, the National School Lunch Program was birthed. The Summer Food Service Program was established as an amendment to the National School Lunch Program in the late 1960s, which providing meals to children when school is not in session. The program has been well-received in Georgia, and recently um, the program has served over 200 million meals to children across the country. Last year, our sponsors collectively served over 4.8 million meals to children, and we hope to increase that number this summer. 4.8 million meals. That is impressive. I did not realize this thing went back to the 30s and No, 40s. I had no idea. It's the first time I've heard about uh, the actual history of the program. It's really interesting to know that it's such a longstanding program. Yeah. Um, so who can qualify as a sponsor? Sure. So public or private nonprofit organizations, community-based organizations, faith-based organizations, and um, governmental entities, local, municipal, statewide, can participate in our program. Okay. So if you're out there listening and you belong to one of those groups, you're eligible. We'd love to have you as a sponsor. Uh, We have sponsors and we have sites, I guess, all around the state. And Cindy, where are these meals offered uh, here in Georgia? Well, the good news, Reg, is that when you combine the Summer Food Service Program with the Department of Education's Seamless Summer Option, we have meal sites available in 142 Georgia counties out of 159, so that's great. As the commissioner mentioned, there are 17 counties that do not have meal coverage, and we are really focused on those areas. Right now, we're collaborating with DECAL's Early Education Community Partnership Coordinators, to identify and reach out to community members that may have an interest in becoming a sponsor or hosting a site. Okay. And the 17 counties, if you don't mind listing those uh, for anyone who's listening, if you're in these areas, please consider uh, being a sponsor this year. Sure. It's uh, Charlton, Dodge, Dooley, Harris, Jenkins, Lanier, Lee, Montgomery, Pike, Pulaski, Stewart, Telfair, Trutland, Webster, Wheeler, Wilcox, and Worth. Okay. 
Uh, so if you're in any of those counties, we would love to have you uh, as part of the Summer Food Service Program. Sanja, nutrition for children, uh, very important obviously year-round, but summer can be a critical time. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct, Reg. So over 1 million children in Georgia qualify for free and reduced-price meals. For many of these children, school meals may be the only healthy meals they receive each day. So when school is out, the Summer Food Service Program ensures children have continued access to healthy meals. Okay. And um, what kind of training do we offer for these sponsors we're looking for today? Okay, sure. So we provide training in overall administration of the program and specialty training such as record keeping, meal planning, financial record keeping, and more. Okay. As the program is ongoing, uh, can they pick up the phone and call you guys with any you know, type of questions or if they need technical assistance. Yes, definitely. So we also have a technical assistance unit in place to provide that one-on-one guidance to our participating organizations. So especially for our new organizations, the program can be a little overwhelming at first, or they may be nervous about it. So we do have um, staff in place to assist them with their questions one-on-one and work with them through the process. Okay. So a lot of sponsors that come back every year, Uh, In this case, we're looking for new sponsors as well in these counties. And, Cindy, you've got some meetings planned for around the state to kind of address the questions that people might have. Correct. So, um, as I mentioned earlier, we're targeting those counties where there's no meal service, and we've picked or selected five of those counties where we're hosting informational sessions about the summer food program. So we're inviting anyone that's interested in the community to attend the session There they can learn about the criteria for eligible organizations. They can learn about the roles and responsibilities of being a sponsor. And they can ask any kind of questions they have about the program. Now, we realize that uh, we've only picked five counties out of, you know, all of Georgia. So people may not be able to attend those sessions. So we're also offering webinars every uh, Thursday in March. We're going to host a webinar at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you'll be able to ask questions, and you'll get the same information as uh, we provide in the information session as well. And your meetings are planned for when? We will be in Lee County March 26th, in Pulaski and Bleckley on March 27th, in Telfair, Jeff Davis March 28th, in Charlton on April 2nd, and in Hall County and April 4th. Okay. And those are meetings during the day, I right. think, that people can come out and mm-hmm. be a part mm-hmm. of that. And um, we encourage you to do that if you're looking for more information. Um, folks can contact you as well? They can. They can either call me at 404-656-3221, or you can send me an email at cindy.kicklighter at decal.georgia.gov. Okay. And it is, uh, in addition to summer meals, um, Nutrition also administers the Child and Adult Care Food Program. But by the way, um, March is National Nutrition Month, and uh, it's no mistake that uh, Cindy and Sanja are here this week because March 17th through the 23rd is National CACFP Week. And, and how does that program work compared to summer food? Well, um, National Nutrition Month is uh, recognized through the whole month of March, and National CACFP Week is, as you said, March 17th through 23rd. Both campaigns are really about bringing awareness to the importance of healthy eating. The CACFP uh, brings healthy food to tables across the country for children in, in child care centers and homes, after-school programs, and also, as you know, in adult daycare. 
the week raises awareness of how the program combats hunger. And this program really is a win-win for everybody because the child benefits from being fed nutritious food. The parents know that their children are eating uh, high-quality meals. And the providers receive the nutrition and education and support that helps serve those children those meals. So that is a big part of that week. We'll, we'll be promoting that. Additionally, um, National Nutrition Month will focus on the importance of making informed food choices, and that's for everybody, mm. uh, internal and external. Not just honestly, the kids. Not just the kids. Mom and dad. Mom and dad, too. So to celebrate both weeks, we're really planning some fun and healthy activities for our employees here at DECAL. So I want to encourage everybody to watch their email for more information. And um, we also have some activities planned for the community as well. So you can look on the DECAL website and get some uh, information there. Great. Um, It's interesting with CACFP. We, I, I think, traditionally think of that as a breakfast and lunch program uh, for students. But recently we announced that schools offering an after-school program uh, with educational or enrichment activities may be eligible to participate in an at-risk after-school meals component of CACFP. And the response has really been great. It has been great. And just recently, Douglas County Schools announced that they're participating in the at-risk after-school meals component of the CACFP. And as you mentioned, this program reimburses institutions that serve this supper meal to children, but they have to be enrolled in an after-school program um, with education or enrichment activities. And really, schools are the the ideal place to participate in the at-risk program. They've got the facilities, the equipment, the staff, and the skills needed to prepare and serve the food. And when you uh, add the extracurricular activities with the after-school meal, it's really a natural fit. Mm-hmm. Sanjay, I know you've been doing this for a while, uh, working in nutrition. What would you say to someone who's maybe listening today who's thinking, maybe my organization could be a sponsor? What would you say to them? Um, I would say to them, definitely think about the overall impact of participating in this program, and the overall objective is to feed hungry children. And once organizations can adopt that, then all of the other um, duties and responsibilities involved will come easy to them, so mm-hmm. it'll be worth it. So you would say uh, it's green lights <laughs> all the way, not, not even caution lights. They just need to get involved. And with these meetings, Cindy, they can ask all the questions they want. Correct. They can ask anything from you know, how to, uh, you know, what is the training process, what, how do I apply, um, what's the process for that, um, you know, ideas, uh, best practices from other organizations as the uh, a mobile feeding sites, things like that. They can ask anything they want, and we'll give them the information they need. And also be there as a resource, you know, um, once they get into the program, we're available as well. Not there alone, and we don't leave you high and dry or anything like that. You mentioned mobile sites. I know that was one of the things you were very interested in in past years, communities that have put this thing on wheels. Right. So we've uh, we've done a lot of expansion, I would say, in the mobile sites. And the one that I've always always talk about is the lunchtime locomotive that was done through the city of Atlanta. They took an old school bus and wrapped it in this very colorful train looking on the outside and inside was refrigerated and they would stop at public libraries where children were gathered or public swimming pools or wherever children were gathered um, to hand out lunchtime meals. And it was a really neat example of just getting it on the road and going where children were. Right. Yeah. And there's one in South Georgia, you were saying? Yeah, there's one in South Georgia. Um, some of our sponsors are very creative, and they this sponsor in particular was a beneficiary of a pre-owned food truck, and they're able to offer both hot and cold food for the children, which they love, and each stop on the mobile feeding route is considered a site. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. I Very love that fun. idea. And food trucks are so popular. I'm, I'm wondering if we can encourage potential sponsors to look for food truck partners, which they may not be working during the day. They're usually working at night and on the weekends. Yeah. Anything we can do to cut down on those 17 counties that don't have food service in the summer. Well, you know, it's a program that sort of lends itself to creativity. So I, I love that idea. And uh, if you've got ideas out there, bring them to our friends in nutrition and uh, they're willing to work with you. So for more information on summer food service program and becoming a sponsor, call the SFSP team toll free at one 855 7377. You'll notice cleverly that spells SFSP, those last four. Or you can email SFSP at decal.ga.gov. And Commissioner, I know you'd really like to see those 17 counties with a meal program this summer. I would. I'd be happy if we could just add two. Yeah. Um, our goal is always to serve more meals, and we're going to need some additional sponsors. And fortunately, we have the resources from the um, U.S. Department of Agriculture. We just need sponsors that are willing to work with us. Yeah, the money's there. Uh, we just need sponsors to uh, help. So, Sanjay and Cindy, thanks for uh, joining us today. Good luck with uh, Summer Food for 2019. Thank you, Reg. Thank you, Reg. Now your questions from the water cooler. Hi, um, my name is Kimberly Moore, and I work in the IT department. My question is, at this point in time, what do you see as the biggest challenges for DECAL going forward? Well, Kimberly, I think, um, I don't know that I would call it a challenge. I would think I would try to rephrase it as an opportunity. We've gained a lot of momentum in bringing the importance of early learning uh, to our state legislators and policymakers and our governor. Um, And I think right now, DECAL has to be focused on our 2020 deadline, which is uh, requiring that all programs who receive CAPS dollars are are quality rated by December 31st of 2020. And um, what I've told All of my executive team is we can't let anything get in the way of that because that's a very, very important deadline. We know that quality is good for all children, but it's especially important for children that come from low-income families, and those are the families that we serve through our CAP scholarship program. So um, that's what my eye on is right now is making sure we achieve that 2020 deadline. And we're doing well. We are. We're making a lot of progress, and it continues to increase um, every month. I believe the last numbers I saw, 54% of children who receive CAPS are in programs that have already received that rating. Hmm. And 92% are in programs that are in the process of becoming rated. So we are well on our way. We don't want to lose the incredible momentum that we have with that. Um, but we're well on our way, and I'm proud of that progress. But we've got to keep our eye on that 2020 deadline. It'll be here before you know it. I was going to say, on the other hand, time is growing short. Right, absolutely. We made this decision back in 2015, and I can't believe it's already 2019. But So if you're a child care provider that receives subsidies through CAPS, you need to be quality rated by December 2020. December 31st of 2020, you must have your star rating not participating. You must have received that one, two, or three star rating by December 31st of 2020. And you can contact our team in System Reform Quality Rated for more information. Time for the Decal Download Quiz. You've listened to the podcast. Now a chance for you to win a prize. We'll draw from all the correct answers to this question. Decal administers the Summer Food Service Program with what federal agency? DECAL administers the Summer Food Service Program with what federal agency? Send your answers to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. You could win a very nice prize. Good luck. Thanks for tuning in to DECAL Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. 
The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.